0: Friday morning on SEN, the home of sport and a feast of sport coming up. Good morning if you're tuned in on SEN, 1170 a.m. here in Sydney. And for the first hour, of course, we welcome you on SENQ 693 a.m. in Brisbane, Patton Hills, along from 6 a.m. Queensland time. Or if you're listening anywhere else across the SEN network, good morning to you on the SEN app. Or if you're listening blatantly, you've downloaded us. You could be listening 2 a.m. in the morning. Hope you've had a great day. And uh, lots of content, lots of reaction to yesterday, an interview we did with David Newey, um, the former St. George Dragon, who's now living in America. James Magnuson, don't know whether you heard, but amazing detail. End of se- Good morning, James. How are you?
1: Good morning, Vice. never better. Never better. Still
0: getting over, still getting over the story, because Lieutenant Dan played it in uh, Tradies News in a Nutbag this morning, uh, replayed the interview. So he went on an end-of-season trip in 1991 with the St. George Dragons to Hawaii, on day one of the end-of-season trip, he meets a girl on the beach. Nothing uncommon with that. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, he marries that girl. Two weeks. And Thirty-three years later, he's still married to her and moved to America within you know, years of meeting her. Back in that beach in Hawaii. What an amazing love story, James.
1: That <laughs> that's you? a. It's a very successful trip to Hawaii. I would have thought. Not too many blossoming relationships come out of end of season trips, but Wouldn't have, yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. It's a TV show with that they just <laughs>
0: failed relationships from end of season trips, but but the one, yeah, Q Kenny G, um, remarkable, Remar- Like Mary, no, just say that again. Just if you haven't heard, he married her two weeks after meeting her on day one of an end of season trip on the Dragons. I wonder if you had a few. wonder if you had the beer goggles on. I mean. What- it's an amazing story. What a beautiful love story, James. Did beautiful. they get
1: married in Hawaii and stay in Hawaii, or did they move back Ooh. to the mainland? Well, that'll be
0: part two of David. Okay. Interviews. We'll get that information.
1: It's a saga. We'll have,
0: him, we'll have him back on. But he is one of, we kept calling him, one of the founding fathers of rugby league in the US and will be in Vegas. So he's pretty excited about, um, yeah, he's always talked about potential and things you could do, and it's taken all this time. Uh, to see where we're at. We're one sleep closer to Vegas. I tell you what, I printed out this morning a whole bunch of detail. Um, Have a look at that, baby. There's 29 pages there. That's called the Fox League Bible for the trip. Gives all the details. And it's got um, uh, images of the set in uh, World Resorts. Like, we're in a car Mm. park doing live shows. The set for the game is the Super Bowl set used by Fox Sports. I heard. That's Um, exciting. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, the cooperation that Fox League is getting from the Americans has been next level, and uh, then the camera coverage of the fields—I mean, it's just amazing stuff uh, right there. Are you—are you excited? Are you? Any chance? I, I learned yesterday Brooks is going. How'd yeah, that work? Is he? You kidding? Is, is he? Going? Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Look, Vossi, I am very excited for the opening round of the Rugby League. I'm very excited to see it all unfold in Vegas, but I'm also very upset that I'm not going to Vegas because as we get closer and the excitement builds and everyone around here at SEN and, you know, yourself, Fletch, Joel, everyone seems to be going to Vegas. And I'm going to be posted up back here in Sydney. I will be covering for you though, Vossi, on breakfast because the time the yeah. time difference will be very difficult. So I'm going to be going to Big Lift uh, while you're at the blackjack table over there in Vegas.
0: Yeah, but 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 remember, if I win on the blackjack table, thirty percent of tax to the Americans. They take thirty percent off your winning.
1: Is that true? Straight up, straight up.
0: So if I win a thousand, they take three hundred.
1: Bam. Only if you declare Straight it, Bossy. Off. Only if you
0: declare it. Well, you've got to produce the <laughs> idea. Unless I get a bit of fake ID. Maybe I could get a little Mexican fake ID yes. or something. And yes. Say, no, no, no. i actually. <laughs> yeah, it's a citizen. Uh, we'll talk more about the players over there. Uh, Damien Cook in a mobility scooter. That story coming up. Mm. Uh, but this, James, is first time Friday. If you've made the switch, even if it was a while ago, we want to hear... From you, ring us and say hello. Get on the phone now. One three hundred o one eleven seventy. We'd like to hear from uh, new audience members, new new members of the family. You know, we're all cousins, second removed in one way or the other. First time Friday. If you've made the switch, even if it was just a little while ago, we want you to ring us and say hello. One three hundred o one eleven seventy. Prices up for grabs, of course.
1: Little yes.
0: Housewarming presents.
1: I like um, it trips to Vegas, all sorts of things.
0: Um, buses that we're getting on. Mm. Uh, Central Coast Mariners had a good night last night over MacArthur. Uh, are you on the Super Rugby bus? I heard um, Joel and Fletch talking to uh, Darren Coleman, the New South Wales coach. I mean, the Super Rugby season has crept up on us. It launches this weekend. Are you on board the Waratahs bus? Fletch as he is
1: I'm on no buses when it comes to Super Rugby, Vossi. Uh like many in Australia, I didn't even know that it was starting this weekend. Uh, yes, that's. Been uh, I live just on, up the road actually. from they uh, there in Moore Park, and there's been no talk, no talk at all, no, no. media coverage. The only media coverage Sorry. I've seen of Super Rugby is that the Rebels are in about fifty million dollars worth of debt. So, is there a future for the Super Rugby? No. You know what gets me more excited than Super Rugby is probably Shoot Shield, where there's some genuine rivalries and. Uh, some hatred between clubs. You know, you do the uh, Randwick versus East, all, all those sort of um, yeah. su- uh, shoot shield uh, contests, but the the super rugby, it doesn't... What are we at now? Are we super 14, super 18, super 32? I, I, I don't even know.
0: It's disappointing. The rugby faithful, um, you have an invitation here to get on the line, one 1170 Talk up your sport. Talk up the season launch. This is the first round. And as James said, I didn't want to be the one to say it, but hello? <laughs> Is it on? <laughs> like, the, the, like uh, what are we doing? What's the publicity? We're one year from Joseph Swalee playing his first game? I mean, wh- wh- where's the publicity? There'll probably be a handful of players playing their first match for the Waratahs, so good luck. Um, Waratahs and Reds um, tomorrow night kickoff. Actually, Queensland uh, fans uh, tuned in right now. You have your say. Talk up. The Queensland Reds, Les Kiss, who we've had on the program, former North City Bear, Queensland Australian representative, is the Queensland coach. So it's on for real. Um, First game later today is Chiefs and Crusaders. Um, We've got Big... Hey, first time Friday, James. Straight on the phone. Big Dan from North Ryde. James, say good good morning to Big Dan. Morning,
1: Big Dan, first-timer.
2: Yeah, guys, I've made the switch to Vossi and Brandy
0: on SEN. There you go. <laughs> oh, 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 solid. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get you on a promo. Are hey, you guys? Hey. No, First time corner, first time promo. Right, yeah, okay. So uh, what do you like and dislike about the show? Be honest.
3: Uh, it's just two, two, three blokes having yarn, really. I enjoy that. Also, sort of turned
2: in to the show after I bumped into Brandy in the lift on the morning after the Origin loss in Adelaide.
1: It was a pretty sombre lift ride, I must say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I like it. Who do you support coming from North Ryde, Big Dan? I'm a woeful Parramatta supporter. Uh, nothing yeah. woeful. I've got them in my yeah. top eight this year, Dan, so yeah. I reckon it's going to be really. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah.
0: Just, just test you. How many, years of, how many years has it been since Parramatta won the comp, Big Dan? <laughs> 36,
3: mate. I was born in September 86, and I'm sure I saw them win that time at least. Wow, yeah.
0: yeah, you were on the bottle back then, or uh, well, maybe not on the bottle, but um, yes, uh, different sort of bottle. Um, yeah, no, 37 years this year, if yeah, Paramount don't win the comp. Big Dan, um, you've made the switch, and for that we say thank you, and there could well be a prize coming your way by the end of today's show, Big Dan. Thank you, fellas. Good man, Big Dan, North Ride, make the switch. First time Friday. Maybe first time, James, tuned in to SEM?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, like it was yesterday, Vossi. Yeah. As Where with most first out? times, you know, a few hiccups, not everything went smoothly, but, you know, it's your first time. So just get that one out of the way and on to bigger and better things. All right, back to uh, the open line. <laughs> Stay on the open line, Michael of <laughs> Marylands.
0: Michael, have you made the switch? Are you a first-time caller?
4: Yes, Fossi, I joined on day one when you first launched. Get out of town. And I've been here ever since.
0: Oh, you're a good man. Good man. Um, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, we were younger then. Uh, Michael, we're asking, so who's your team? You're a Parramatta fan too, are you? Chance?
4: No, West Tigers for me. Ooh, Member.
0: there's more ball No, no, but you've won a common 05, so it's not that far back.
4: Well, a lot of teams haven't won since then, so mm. it's something to hold on to.
0: All right. right.
1: Pre-season this weekend. Uh, who are you looking forward to seeing for the Tigers, Michael? Uh,
4: I See how Justin Ollam goes and see how yeah. the halves go again. Yep.
1: Halves were good last week.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we've got something we haven't had for a while in a seven that can
0: organise a bit. Mm. Nice. Yeah. So, SEN through and through from you, Michael. 1170 SEN in Sydney. That's it. Every
4: morning I start about this time with my lawnmower business and uh, put you on.
0: Oh, you ever need a bit of help? You ever need a bit of help down the lawns? Yeah. Yeah, because there's a bloke who hosts all the right. Lawn Mowers Club here who's never turned, wouldn't know what to do to start a mower. <laughs> Would you like to give Magnuson a start there for a day? Well, I'm just about to start. We weapon, to Stepp Rock and roar it up for you. Yeah. <laughs> the Lawn Mowers Club with James Magnuson, who lives in a townhouse without any uh, without any grass. He can't be sorry. Concreted, and uh, that's all he's got.
1: <laughs>
0: Michael, thanks, mate. Have a great day at work. Love what you do. and Thanks See for the support. Good stuff. Michael of Marylands. First time Friday. Give us a call. one uh, We haven't we have got this far into the program. Uh, I haven't mentioned Taylor Swift yet, James. Mm. This is it. <laughs> what about the coverage of Taylor Swift? Um, are you... Insane. You, well, I'm just trying to think... Have you taken any of it in?
1: No. Look, I see bits and pieces, but I'm not a big Swifty. But in your time, so I guess in the past, you know, we've had Beatles mania and... and yeah you know, a couple of big uh, international stars like that come to Australia. But is this, in my lifetime, this is the biggest I can remember, it, particularly in the past decade, say. Can you remember a bigger coverage for a star coming to Australia?
0: Not, no, no, I can't. I've got to be honest. You know, when you think of, you know, Tiger Woods and, and big sports stars and that. Yeah. But, um you know, even the Pope came here and filled Randwick Racecourse. Uh, but I can't remember anything like mm. this. Um, here's a little bit of the Channel 9 coverage last night. This is, this is the levels that we've reached or lowered to. You, you, be, the, uh, you be the judge. And
1: Erin is in the newsroom tonight with an update on Taylor Swift's whereabouts. Erin, where are Taylor and Travis?
4: Pete, we've got a visual. Taylor Swift and her boyfriend, boyfriend Travis Kelsey, are spending the evening at Sydney Zoo in Eastern Creek. The couple spotted walking arm in arm enjoying an after hours tour. I'm told they are accompanied by some of her dancers, though. They've just spent some time meeting with the koalas. Now, this isn't Taylor's first time at the zoo, though. The star went there yesterday with her entourage and Clearly, she liked it so much that she had to take her boyfriend back.
0: Good for them. Thank you. We have a visual, James. We have a visual. <laughs> Good Pete, for we them. we've got a visual. We have a visual. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's we a lot, a isn't visual. it? Can I just... Yeah. It's, I don't know who's Taylor, who Taylor's tour guide is, but slightly better views if you go to the zoo at uh, Taronga get the view of the harbour. I don't know why she's gone to Eastern Creek. Maybe a little bit more private, maybe a little bit less coverage from the media, but they still found her. It's it's getting weird, isn't it? I'm probably slightly more excited that Travis Kelsey is out here. That's a little bit more down my alley.
0: For a bit of fun this morning, where would you advise Taylor and uh, Mr. Kelsey uh, to go? You know, of the of the uh, the things they must see that no one's advising them to go and see. You know All right, like I'm going to go the... a blowhole or, or one,
1: <laughs> one, one, <laughs> I <am> a blowhole. <laughs> I'm going to go to Andrew Vice bucket list and say Bondi Beach and the Sydney Fish Markets. All there right. you go.
0: <laughs> well, I, I was I was thinking more a DFO outlet at Rhodes. bit <laughs> um, <no. laughs> of shopping, you know. I, I don't know, but yeah, come up with some ideas for um, Taylor and uh, Travis. They may be tuned in this morning. Uh, and where do you think they must see before they go? They'll be disappointed if they miss out. They're mm. in Sydney. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. What about the guests we have got on the show today? James got uh,
1: big guests, Yeah, Jason Demetrio coming from San Diego. Michael Karianis, Simon Orchid, uh, Hemi Goodman. Oh, he was an orchid
0: man. He was your Olympic teammate, Simon Orchard. He's not orchid. Oh, you He's say Orchard, like do you? Yeah, well, that's his name. <laughs> that's
1: O-R-C-H-A-R-D. Yeah, well, the, in my school, not... that was orchid.
0: Yeah, but that's a flower. He's 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 tougher than that. So
1: you're saying he's more important than the flower?
0: Well, today he is, yes. Yeah. Simon so, well, they, well, takes well,
1: precedence well, over flowers fame.
0: Well, we can talk to him about that
1: then, if he's ever been called an orchid. Maybe uh, I might ladies... have to chat to his parents and tell them that they've got this the uh, pronunciation wrong. Ladies and gentlemen... What a program
0: we've got! I think James is in good form. He's on. He's smoking. Uh, we are here for Brighton's lawyers unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Brighton's lawyers and give us a call right now. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The open line is all yours. We want to hear from you on First Time Friday. We'll be back in a moment with all your calls and texts right here on the Homer Sport in Sydney. Sen eleven seventy a.m.
1: Welcome back to SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. It's a hot one today with showers and storms expected later. But first, it's heading for 35 in the city and 37 in the west. Good morning. If you're in Brisbane, you're with us for another half hour before Patton Heels will be along. Mostly sunny day up there in 34. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. Now, today is first time Friday. We want you to call us up and tell us about your first time tuning in to Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. Oh, wow. And Dexter from Redcliffe has called up. Dexter, is this your first time?
2: Yes, boys. Uh, thanks for having me. I made the switch to SEN. this morning. So, um, yeah, nice to speak to you, Brownie and
1: Vossie. What brought you to Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy? <laughs>
2: Funny story. I actually picked up a new car last night, and I turned it on this morning. And um, yeah, I don't know how to run these new digital stations. So the station was um, set on uh, this dial, and I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: how could that? Oh well, it's work. We've infiltrated lots of car dealerships around the country, and we actually get in there, and it's welded mm. on that. Actually, you can't change. Is that fair? Uh, what are you, what are you no, driving, Dexter? I'm, I'm what are you driving? I'm driving one of these one of these
2: new um BYD Chinese electric cars, mate. <laughs> I haven't wow. bought a new car in about 17 years, so I'm I'm, I'm still not no I'm not sure what I'm doing. <laughs>
0: all right. yeah, yeah. Well, as I said, I'll, I'll get yeah, an electric no, I'll get no, an electric good, car when when uh when someone flies people who want them fly on electric planes. So that's when I'll get an electric car. <laughs> um Dexter um, you're there in Queensland. Are you excited about Super Rugby kicking off there tomorrow night? Uh, Queensland and uh, the Waterstars. Um, Vossie, to be honest,
2: mate, no, not really. Uh. <laughs> I'm more looking forward to. You. I'm flying to Vegas on Monday, mate. I might see you at the game. Oh wow, wow oh,
0: Dexter, up, there you go. <laughs> <Giddy up. laughs> now Brian Dexter, you're you in Redcliffe. <laughs> yep. you've, you've yep. made the switch I'm to a, breakfast I'm a, with Vossy
1: Yeah, ah, so you made the switch to the Dolphins from the Broncos.
2: No, no, mate. I was uh, a diehard Melbourne Storm fan. So I'm original uh, Victorian that followed the storm for many years. And um, we always said when Redcliffe um, joined the NRL that we'd, um, you know, it's it's my hometown and it's been my hometown for about 18 years. So, yeah, we we became members at at the Dolphins. So, mate, we're really excited about it.
1: Dexter, making switches left, right and centre. Well, welcome.
0: (laughs) Well, Dexter, I think you get your own segment on the program. Um, We'd love to hear from you the Vegas experience. Anyone going to Vegas, because we're all going to have stories, I'm sure. Can you give us a call when you get back from Vegas and tell us about what you experienced, the sights, the sounds? and. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, there's about six of our mates. My mates go in, so oh, we cannot man. wait.
0: We're really looking forward to it. How
2: good? Any spear action? Are you going to the spear? Um, yeah, De- decent wives are letting us go um, away from get away from our kids. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and that
0: well, was, so... <laughs> I tell you what, they deserve the prize, not you, Dexter. Yes. That, that is a great leave pass. You you must have earned up a lot of brandy points over a long time, Dexter. Hey, amazing story. The new car had SCN <laughs> on when you when you so started good. it up. Uh, I think we're big in China. That's probably the deal. It was in the China dealer in the manufacturer's plant where they mm. tuned it into SCN. They do like James Magnuson. Big fans. Even Sun Yang. Yeah, I've spent Sun a bit Yang. of
1: time in China, Vossi. Can we yeah. get Dexter to call back on first time Friday next week and give us his first time story from Vegas? Oh, yeah. That'd be nice. <laughs> do your best, mate. We look forward to hearing from you again, mate.
2: Okay. No worries, Vossi. Thanks, for having. Take care.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't know what, what, uh, only one thing. Love Dexter calling. Is he calling you Brownie, or I don't know what that was. Brownie, mm. Brownie, old Brownie Magnuson. Got a few nicknames. Um, v and M uh, with um, Taylor and uh, Travis here. Lots of suggestions coming in. Uh, maybe Travis and Taylor should try to get into the manly skiff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one up. Difficult. On Difficult. Make sure you bring ID. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? They they turn them back. Surely not. Surely not.
0: Vossi, I think you should take them down to Leichhardt Oval and take a selfie with them under the scoreboard. Nothing more iconic than that, Nathan. So mm. a, a picture under the... Um, it's the Wayne Pierce scoreboard, isn't it? At, uh, I believe Leichhardt. so. That would be nice. That'd be. I, I hope the
1: the um, moment wouldn't be lost on Taylor and Travis. Wouldn't have thought minute, so. Uh, Magnuson, you eastern suburbs flog. Taylor going to the zoo out west twice must mean it's a great experience. I thought you were a man of the people. How wrong was I? There is life out here past Strathfield. Well uh, I used to live past Strathfield, Vossie. Yeah, when I first moved to Sydney, I used to live in Lidcombe. Yeah. James point, Street, Lidcombe. Oh, is that right? James Street, yes. Oh, yep. There should be a little
0: plaque there. Um, <laughs> the point you raised, though, I thought was a fair one. I think it was a salient point that the views, if, you, if you're coming to Sydney a first-timer then do you get those glimpses of the harbour from Taronga? Mm. It's not just the animals. But maybe maybe the koalas at the Eastern Creek Zoo are a little more special. I don't know. I don't know. Koalas are koalas as far as I'm concerned.
1: Well, there's been some problems with koalas, but that's I've saved that for Missiles Mailbag coming up a little bit later. The oh, koala yeah. population are in a little bit of trouble at the moment, but there are some government uh, incentives at the moment to try and help those koalas. Well, it's going to be a
0: hell of a story. It is. Um uh, I, I, can you add fish markets, Bondo Beach? Never held a koala.
1: That's really, put that on
0: my list too. Yeah, I've never held a koala, and don't really feel as if I've missed anything. Well, have I missed anything?
1: Oh yeah, it, absolutely. We have the Koala Hospital in Port Macquarie. It's our biggest uh, tourist attraction. Everyone who comes to Port Macquarie holds a koala. So I'm very right. surprised that you haven't.
0: Well, there's still time. Well, I haven't been there. That's why you haven't, haven't. been to Port Macquarie. Well, not to the Koala Hospital. No,
1: <sighs> it's a travesty. Uh, all right, travesty.
0: well, maybe. There's still time. What a good start of the program. First half hour done and dusted. You can also have your say on the Edgewater Homes text line, 0457736736. Edgewater Homes Mortgage Fund, up to $1,500 a month off your home loan. T's and C's apply
2: And now on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy, the back page with Michael Kariannis.
1: Morning, Michael. Tonight is going to yeah, be Stephen Crichton's first game for the Bulldogs, and he's going to be captain.
4: Yeah. Good morning, fellas. Would have been a little bit of surprise that when um, word started filtering through yesterday morning that Stephen Crichton uh, was going to be the sole captain of the Bulldogs. Obviously, Reed Marnie and Matt Burden were, were the two captains last year. And look, I'm not surprised around Matt Burden um, sort of not being captain. I don't know if he's got that. Uh, leadership qualities about him, yeah, and you know his form has a bit, was a bit scratchy last year, so I understand taking some, some pressure off him. A little bit surprised around Reid Marnie's demotion, and and I guess Stephen um right to, to captain only been at the Bulldogs for a few months, only twenty three years of age, um, and you know was probably overshadowed obviously because of um, some of the the players that were at Penrith last year um, in terms of leadership qualities, but. Um, yeah, it's a long-term play here at the Bulldogs. He signed a long-term deal. He's only 23. He's won three comps. Played for New South Wales. Played for uh, Samoa. So, um, yeah, big call there by Cameron Serrato to give the reins over to Stephen Crider.
1: Do they have the standard leadership group there, MC?
4: Oh, there'll be a leadership group, yeah. I think that's sort of common
1: practice now at every
4: every club um, in terms of a handful of leaders that sort of filter through uh, into the captain, into the, the head coach. So. You know, I don't think, you know, like Reid Marnie and, and Matt Burden will still be part of um, that, that sort of stuff. But, you know, it was interesting last year, the three, uh, they had a leadership group, but they were sort of um, tiered with Rafa Talamarena as club captain, Reid Marnie and Matt Burden as uh, on-field captains, uh, co-captains. So um, they've all sort of been removed from those duties.
0: I haven't committed to my top eight or, you know, order of the 17 teams. Brandy sort of let it cat out of the bag yesterday, Bulldogs, aren't in these eight. Are you prepared to say, Michael, A, let's go early crow on the Bulldogs this season? Are you on the Bulldogs bus or do you have them missing the top eight? I have them missing the top eight. I, I
4: think um, they need to improve on, on last season and, and show a fair bit more than they did last year. Last year I was disappointed in terms of um, wins and, and losses for them because of the players that they've bought and they bought some more this year. But, you know, I, I've got concerns over their... You Know the hard combination and, and their middle forward, so until they can rectify that, I don't think uh, they'll be in the eight. They should be pushing at some point to be challenging <laughs> to the top eight, but not for they won't finish in the top eight for mine. Sorry, missile, but you know,
1: hurts, hurts, Fossey. Well, maybe you'll change your mind after tonight's um, famous <laughs> victory against the Sharks. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> oh, it'll take a miracle to change my mind over a trial. Well, hang on a second now where are they? well the bulldogs so there's only a few teams that can win the preseason challenge by the way aren't there there's, there's only a few like you' got to win you've got to win both your games and you've got to get maximum points you've got to pick up the 15 the Bulldogs are a bit of a chance bit of a chance James
1: yeah absolutely I think we got uh we only missed one bonus point against the storm yep. but the offload
0: one.
1: <laughs> no Nico Hines tonight I'm very confident <laughs> very <laughs> bullish MC very oh, bullish
0: get on Get on, oh get dear, your grand, oh final, tickets. Tickets, oh grand final tickets. Tickets,
1: grand final tickets, Bulldogs. <laughs> hey, MC, uh, there's been a warning to players over in Vegas by a top cop who's warning them about drugs. Yeah,
4: it's uh, um, Kendall Bell is his name, and he was in charge of security um, for the Super Bowl in Las Vegas uh, recently. And he spoke to players um, and, and coaches last month just about um, all the warning signs, but... Um, it's apparently the drug fentanyl, um, mm. which is the one that um, he's put them on, on notice specifically over. Uh, he said it's obviously quite concerning and um, it's causing some damage to, to young people. So we had the honey traps last week, a, a, a little bit of a, a warning around that. And now he said specifically the drug, the drug fentanyl is one that's causing some issues for them over there.
1: Off, this is just a little preview, sneak peek I've got some uh, warnings as well for all the players and media and staff and you, Vossi, that are going over to Vegas. That's in the missiles mailbag coming up a bit later. Oh, wow. I think the problem the problem with the fentanyl is uh, a lot of the cocaine in America at the moment is being cut with fentanyl, uh, which is, is causing a lot of issues over there as well. Hey, uh, NRL interests Kirtley Beal. Now, this is surprising to me, MC. Curtly Beal, he's 35 years of age. Yeah. Are NRL, cl- NRL clubs legitimately chasing his signature?
4: Oh, I wouldn't say chasing, Miss O. What I would say is that there's been some sort of, definitely some discussions, and, and one of the clubs that have had discussions around potentially pursuing Kirtley Beal is the Bulldogs, and, and they seriously um, considered it, and, and, you know, obviously he had, had these, uh, court case going on, so there was going to be no movement until that wrapped up, but um, now that's all done and dusted, there was definitely a consideration, but I think the Bulldogs went a little bit cold on it because of the, the three-season form of, of, of some of their players and what they've been able to produce at training, but, you know, Kirtley definitely has an ambition to play in the NRL, but I think that time might have just passed him by at, at 35, but, you know, there's definitely interest from his end of potentially playing in in the NRL, and some clubs have, you know, have spoken about it and, and thought about it, but whether or not they hit the go button, I'm not sure.
1: Does he have a Super Rugby club currently?
4: Don't think so. Mm. I don't think he does. I think, um, you know, he's a free agent and he's looking at France um, right. probably to to go resurrect his career. But I think, you know, the hard thing is is that you know no club's going to throw any money at Kirtley, Really, it's going to be a nah. you know a, a shot in the dark sort of thing just to see if it, it does work out and. Whether or not at 35, he's prepared to take that risk on a on a lower rate, wage, I'm not sure.
0: We're talking Vegas. We're talking rugby league stories. We're talking pre season challenge. Michael, as a rugby league man, were you aware the Super Rugby season kicks off tonight, and then tomorrow night the Reds are playing the Waratahs, so the rugby union yeah, equivalent big, of big, Queensland New South Wales. He's a big fan of is, uh, Super Rugby. This time next year, nah. the big story will be Joseph Swaliti playing his first match. Will that, will mm. that cut it?
4: Nah. Uh yes. For me, it will. In terms of um, watching the highlights, potentially, <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and watch the game. But I remember, obviously, whenever you know players have, have crossed codes before, um, it's always it's always uh, you always follow them right loosely or, or you know from afar, and then um, you know I'll watch to see how he does perform at, at that level, but. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be sitting there watching it live, I don't think, unless I've got nothing else to do.
1: MC, it's been Whist- well publicised the financial difficulties the Rebels are in, the Melbourne Rebels, that is. Mm. Have you heard whispers about the Waratahs and the Brumbies as well? I heard whispers that they may be in financial difficulty also.
4: I haven't miss. off. am not really in my wheelhouse there. I haven't. Not it's, his um, go. Not <laughs> his go. Not, not your go, with, Michael. You know, <laughs> but it's... um. You know, we've seen the, the perils that rugby union, uh, yeah. ARU have been in. So that would just flow through down to the, the that next the Super Rugby level. But the game isn't a. It, it's become so irrelevant, rugby union. I know, like you know, 20 years ago, or well, when I was growing up, you'd be able to name, you know, the casual sports fan would have been able to name mm. ten Wallabies without even blinking. Mm. Right? Like that, yeah. they were just household names. Now I, I honestly couldn't. I don't think I. As a, a sports report, like journalist, I know I'm in rugby. I could name three, really. Like I, I think it's it's such a uh, the, the scale of decline for rugby union has just been uh, momentous. It's just gone backwards at a rate I'm not.
1: Well, see, I have a rugby expert actually that uh-huh. I'm going to call on. Uh, he's a fleet-footed winger from the Rose Bay Bays. Charlie Goodson, I'm going to get him to come in a little bit later and give us an update on the financial status of both the Waratahs and the Brumbies.
0: Right, he's got concussion. He's not part of that club He's (laughs) got a few concussion issues. Uh, Feedback to what we've been talking about, Michael, on the text line. Vossi, Missile, Michael, just heard the news on SEN that Crichton is the new Bulldogs captain. I have my doubts as to this decision as Burton and Marnie were not successful in their first year as captain. I don't like the idea of putting extra pressure on marquee players in their first year with the club. Overall, I'm very positive that 2025 will be our year, but we will at least be heading in the right direction up the ladder in 2024 from the old Berry. So the old Berry yeah, a, yeah. um, still holds hope for his team, pick and stick, obviously. But um, Crichton, give me give me another. Like, where where are we headed? If you're changing the captain with what was already there, all, I, n- nothing jumps out at you, really. No. You know, no, like the Fox of course, out no, of the wing. No. The,
1: the most senior player is the Fox, you know? Yeah.
0: No,
4: no, I, 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 don't, have a, I don't have an issue with it. Kevin Stroud obviously has seen him train and prepare and, and knows what his team's lacking. Um, mm. But uh, it was just a little bit of surprise around, like, Reed Money just has that leadership qualities about him, you know, the way he plays and been in the middle of the field for 80 minutes. But his game sort of fluctuated a, a little bit as well at that back end of the, of, of the year. Um, hey. so
1: hey Michael I uh, just wanted to ask you you probably spoke about this during the week but you're a Dragons fan Luciano Lua to the Dragons 900k love it it's not we
4: 900k it. people need to stay. it's not 900 what is it the 900. like it's oh, he, 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 the Dragons have paid him less than 700 a year okay um, he's got he, he's copped that four months from North Queensland already so he's going to you know he'll cash in this year no doubt um, but the Dragons um, next year and and, and beyond um, have paid him less than seven hundred, which I think is a, a decent price for where the Dragons are at at the moment. Nine hundred was the figure that that he was asked for, but he's he, he's not getting nine
0: hundred. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. One last one, Michael. Any chance that uh, there's a question here on the text line? The Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey will go to Henson Park this Saturday. Are they to watch the Mighty Jets? That's from Brad the Owl. Any I'd assume any? they would. I'd assume they would, wouldn't they? Assume they would, you know. Out to Henson Park.
4: Yeah, you need nice. some pet- petting animals because she's gone to a lot of the Like she's gone to a, a zoo tour of Sydney at the moment. Mm. Mm. Back to back days at the zoo. Do you reckon it was one of those ones where she was like, oh, you didn't come with me yesterday. You weren't here, Travis. You got to come with me today or what's doing?
1: Yeah. Can I just say as one of those boyfriends that gets dragged along to things like zoos, punish. Yeah. Leave me <laughs> right Good out for of that. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Pete you. Overton. Michael, you've had a
0: wonderful segment. Um, we wish you well over the weekend, and uh, thank you for, for your love and support of the program. Yes, I, I wish you well
1: as well. Mm. Ooh, Let's there's a screaming on. baby. We learned
0: from Lee Hadjipentelis in our uh, Brighton's Laws Tuesday segment that legally you can just stand on your back deck nude and do the report. There's no <laughs> drama at all, Michael. And and, and your neighbours <laughs> should just bad. not be looking over. Uh, it, that's that's yeah, So yeah, you're order. entitled to go uh, nude. All right? Tell you all the best. Very good. Very good. See you, guys. The Missiles
3: Mailbag. When you control the mail, you control information. I
1: love this track. All right, Vossi. I'm not sure if you're a big UFC fan, but on the weekend, Volkanovski had his title fight. Now, interestingly, he had a celebrity in his corner. Right. None other than Mark Zuckerberg walked out with Alexander Volkanovski he was trying to do a little bit of a bop and a dance as he walked out, it was very awkward. He was wanting to hold some of his clothes as Volkanovski was stripping down to jump in the ring. It was very awkward. So I thought about what other celebrities have I seen walk out with fighters in recent times. The first one, uh, Floyd Mayweather, he had Justin Bieber and Little Wayne walk out with him. YouTuber KSI had Rick Ross, the rapper, walk out and rap while he was uh, entering the ring. But this was the big one, Vossi. Here's yeah. some audio.
4: And
3: then Eminem no promised to walk Terence Crawford to the, the ring and Crawford now makes his big entrance to this huge arena here in Las Vegas.
1: That was Eminem walking out Terence Crawford for his huge match last year, Terence Crawford and Errol Spence. Terence Crawford, of course, did go in to win that fight, and I can't help but think that being walked out by Eminem played a small part in that. 0457 736 736 is our text line. I want to hear... Who was your favorite walkout of all time? It's your segment,
0: but I'm thinking, why can't we bring back celebrity kickoffs in rugby league? I was at Cogra one day where Rita the Eater-Eater
1: <laughs> yes. uh,
0: was the celebrity kickoff. Okay. Don, Don Lane's been a... Melinda Gainsford-Taylor tells a great story about kicking off in the mud. At up but that's mm. like walk up. That, that's rugby league's version of the celebrity walkout. Is yes. The celebrity
1: kick-off. So over that's the nice. years, boxes and famous walkouts yeah. entrances okay. to the ring. Text us in 0457 736, 736. What's one that sticks out for you? All right, Bossy, you're off to Vegas very shortly. I've been to Vegas previously, and I've also done a little bit of research on Vegas, and I'm going to tell you things to avoid when you're in Las Vegas. Pen and paper ready. All right. First one: street performers. These are these blokes in the street dressed like Elvis Presley, Darth Vader, Marilyn Monroe. Now, they look great on the strip in Vegas. However, if you take a photo with one of these street performers, they'll then turn around and hit you up for money. Up to $50 for a photo with Elvis. And you don't find that out until after said photo <laughs> is taken. Oh, wow. So beware the street performer. Number two, mini fridges. Now the mini bars in Vegas, that's the little fridge in your room, have triggers that automatically bill your room, even for taking out items. Now this means if you take items out of the fridge to put your own items in, you may have bought, you know, a little thing of milk or I don't know, something that needs refrigerating. If you open up your mini bar and take things out, it automatically triggers and added to your room bill. Well,
0: not using mini bar fridge then, it's gone. There
1: out. you go. Beware. Oh,
0: by the way, just on street performers, James, what if it's a mine? What if I gave him an imaginary $50 note?
1: Yeah, well, (laughs) there you go. (laughs) Uh, Club promoters, Vossi. These are the street salesmen walking up and down the street offering you VIP access to nightclubs, strip clubs, you name it. Now, these are a scam. They're not actually discounted, and these guys are getting a kickback. If you can imagine, Vossi, there's a lot more men in Las Vegas than women. So if you think that you and your group of five mates are being offered VIP access to the coolest clubs in Vegas, I'm sorry, you're mistaken. Okay. All right, this is a big one, Vossi. This gets a lot of people. The airport and the convenience store slot machines. You get to the airport in Vegas, boom, as soon as you walk out, slot machines. Giddy up. Or as we call them poker machines. Now, Vossi, because these aren't within the casinos, they actually are less regulated than the slot machines you'll find in the casinos. You know what that means? These machines are 8% less likely to win. What? 8%. Great
0: tip. Great tip. Okay, so no slaps. No, having a slap at the airport or... Are you saying the convenience store? Are you saying like 24-7 store? Convenience stores. The yep,
1: they have them in there as well. Wow. Everywhere you go in Vegas, uh, slot machines. But beware, they're 8% less likely to go off in the airport or in convenience stores. Alright, the last one, and a lot of people get stuck with these around the world, timeshare presentations. These are the blokes that will stop you in the hotel, in the casino, and say, hey, I've got this presentation. You know, you might get a $50 kickback if you come and watch our slideshow or our our, um, information day. They're trying to sell you accommodation ongoing regularly in Vegas, Fosse. A lot of people get sucked into these. Do not fall for the salesman in Vegas trying to sell you on a timeshare.
0: All right, so I'm putting the blinkers on. One. Street performers, rack off. Mini rack bar, off. not even going to open it. Not Don't even gonna touch open it. Open the fridge in the room. Uh, club promoters, keep on walking. The airport, no <laughs> airport convenience store is not going anywhere. There, <laughs> no. machine. slot machine, and uh, the timeshare promoters, a need of the groin. Buys
1: off. That's yeah, it. Yeah,
0: that's it. Nice, great. All right, tip. the mailbag. Nice.
1: The last thing that's come across my desk this week, Vossy. Now we spoke koalas earlier. There's a koala vaccination that's going to save the species. Uh, More than $3.5 million is being spent by the government on our koalas. The reason being, we're looking to vaccinate koalas against chlamydia. It's a bid to help the long-term survival of the iconic animals in New South Wales. Koalas were declared as endangered in New South Wales, Queensland and the ACT. And it's estimated that half of the population is infected with chlamydia. This can leave them too weak to climb trees, escape predators and leave them in, infertile.
0: That's not good. That, that's, a, that's a sort of a bit of a somber note. The music stop now on the mailbag. I, I've heard that one of the koalas, Novak Koalovic, is not taking the vaccination.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Bossy. All right. That's another edition of the Missiles mailbag. There you have it.
0: Right. We cannot leave our next guest waiting at all up. Uh, of the two games, just a snap poll of you, James. Are you more excited about one game than the other? In Vegas, Souths, and uh, and Manly, Roosters, Broncos. I'm
1: oh, not particularly, Vossie. I guess you go the Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe storyline. That's the Hollywood okay. blockbuster, isn't it? Well,
0: well, that's a beautiful cue into our next guest, uh, the Rabbitohs coach. Who would have thought? Oh, he's well travelled because in the life of Jason Demetriou, he wasn't just a stay at one club, and he's seen a bit of the world, let me tell you. But now he's in America. Did he ever think that he'd be coaching a side in San Diego? Let's find out. Jason Demetrio, welcome to Breakfast with Vossi and the Missile on SEN. Hey, guys.
3: How are you? Thanks, Vossi. Yeah, no. Nah, nah, got up yesterday, put the training kit on, and getting ready to go train in San Diego was a bizarre feeling, but exciting one as well.
0: Yeah, just a few weeks ago, I was over at the South Centre of Excellence there, uh, in Sydney, La, La Perouse, and that is very different. What what, what do you see? What's the training facilities like that you're experiencing with the Rabbitohs?
3: Yeah, we're training at uh, the University uh, of San Diego. It's a great spot for us to train at. Um, they've done a great job. Uh, Brock Schaefer's done a great job in sorts of facilities. They've been very welcoming training on. They've got some soccer fields that are in pretty good nick, and they've put some makeshift posts up and and, and marked it out like, we, like the field we're going to be playing on, so I uh, can't um, be disappointed with what we've got it's a it's a great start to build up into round one.
1: It'd be middle of semester at college there, wouldn't it? Is that super busy at, at the USC San Diego campus?
3: Um, it's pretty busy, yeah, I think there's like forty five thousand students there, but um, it's pretty quiet in San Diego. it's wintertime obviously over here, so it's not their peak season in terms of um, visitors to the area but um, beautiful spot and like I said, yeah, the college has been really good. Uh, outstanding gym and uh, areas for us to use there as well were in there yesterday with their softball and um, I think some of their rowers were in there as well so yeah it was good to mix in with those guys all
0: right let's get a bit of housekeeping out of the way we're, we're not doing our job if we don't get you uh, and your reaction to this Anthony Seabold uh, having a little crack at the Rabbitohs for not doing enough to promote the game in Vegas this was the Manly coach yeah, well, it would
3: be nice if the Bunnies sort of came and promoted the game in Las Vegas. I mean, one of the reasons why we're going there 11 days beforehand is to promote the game. I think you know, the NRL have wanted to um, take the game to Las Vegas, so we're doing our job. All our training sessions are open sessions, so supporters, media uh, are more the welcome to come to all of our sessions. Um, we've got a number of corporates and, and supporters and members are coming across, so we want to do the right thing by the game, we want to go there. As I said, we've come up with a really good strategy to minimise any distractions, uh, but we also want to give the guys a life experience, they're adults, and we're going to treat them like adults, but as I said, the whole idea is to promote the game for the NRL, and um, we feel obliged to do that.
0: Shots fired, shots fired. Um, uh, Jason, uh, reaction? Yeah, so. He wanted to get something off his chest there.
3: Yeah, no, I feel free, yeah, let it go. Um, I don't mind. It's a, a reaction to, you know, a tongue-in-cheek joke I made when the journalist asked me about uh, mainly going out for two nights or we letting our players out, which I thought was a ridiculous question, so I laughed it off with a, well, hey, let us know, and we'll put some money over the bar, but anyone who knows me knows I ain't putting money on the bar, so, but yeah, it's, uh, it's all all a bit of fun, mate, it's we're We're really excited to be here and um as a club we're one of the biggest promoters of the game we always have been and we'll continue to do that while we're here
1: no doubt one of the reasons you got over there so early jason is to deal with the jet lag can be pretty tough turnaround uh now the rumors were you guys were flying over business class i was just wondering you got 22 players plus staff plus extras how do you all fit in business class on the same flight
3: yeah well we split it over two days. So we had 12 players on each day, Monday, Tuesday, and the um, head coach um, was in the business class, and the other staff were in economy. So there was a bit of uh, a <laughs> difference in terms of how they got off the plane at each end. But um, yeah, Benny Horby be still complaining about it. But um, I've made him a deal if we. Um, can achieve a few things in the game, I'll swap him on the way back, so we'll see how we go.
0: Nice, nice. Jason, rugby league has taken you to a few places over the years. I mean, you had a extensive career through some great towns in England, in north of England. Yeah. Well, I say great inverted commas, but you, you know, you've you've lived a <laughs> life. I reckon did you play did you play for Canada? I remember I don't know, we had a chat long did you play rep games for Canada as well and how that came about and where you oh. may have played? Yeah, I did, Bossy, In the
3: uh two thousand Emerging Nations in the World Cup over in England I played um twice oh. for Canada in the three game series they had and uh yeah, my, my Nan was born in Canada in, in um in Alberta, so it was great to represent her side of the family and really? uh, put on the Canadian jersey. So I'm hopefully looking to link up with those guys when we get to Vegas who were um having a game I don't know if it's the pre-game to us or the day before. Um, yep. So get in there and, and meet some of the guys that are representing Canada and uh, give back and promote rugby league, shall we say?
0: Yeah, nice. The former Canadian international on the show at the moment, Jason Dimitri, live from San Diego. <laughs> James is itching to ask about mobility
1: scooters. Yeah, James, big uh... big story here in Australia today Jason, is that Damien Cook is planning on visiting Disneyland however he needs a mobility scooter so he's not racking up 20,000 steps and tiring out his legs.
3: <laughs> I'd love to know where these stories come yeah. from. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, Damien's families over here as a few of the boys' families start to arrive. And again, that's part of the experience. It's part of the uh, attraction to coming over here is the experience, not only for the players, but for their young families. And um, yeah, he'll see his family today and not too sure whether he's getting a scooter or not, but um, I don't know. We might might see some footage of him motoring around in Disneyland. I'm not too sure.
0: Yes, have you ever, like players, it's very rugby league though, if it does happen and a a touch would there's no injury, but it'd be very rugby league if there was some drama. Uh, rugby league player, you know, <laughs> speeding through Disneyland, you know, like find or yeah. something. So uh, we, we you know, everyone around Vegas has had a bit of fun around it. Um, you know, the hangover and all that sort of thing. Um, Doug yeah. from the hangover he goes missing. Which player are you most concerned about going missing during your stay in Vegas? There's a question from oh, uh, on the text line here. Are you worried about anyone going missing? Oh, I think
3: it's it's pretty easy for us. It's dry arrow every day of mm. the week. So <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, it's not pre-game, and it's probably after the game where you put a leash on him and keep, keep make sure that he's, uh, he's okay, but um, no, nah, he'll be fine. The yeah. players are professional. I know there's a lot of talk sure. about it, but um, I think the game, we'll, we'll see how professional the players are, and um, they're coming over here to help promote Rugby League as, as much as wanting to achieve for their own individual clubs, and I think every staff member and every player that's here will um, be respectful of that, and I think we'll see that by the end of the weekend.
0: Yeah, so just confirming, when do the rabidos go from San Diego across to Vegas? When will you set up camp there?
3: Yeah, we set up in on Wednesday uh, in Vegas. So we train here on Monday, Tuesday, and then fly into Vegas on Wednesday mid morning. Um, and then we're we're there till obviously the Monday. Um, we fly back after the game, so we've got a, plenty of time in Vegas. We've got plenty of pro- promotional stuff organised. Um, through the media outlets back home. That'll be in Vegas at the time and also some um, stuff for the NRL to promote the game on the weekend. So, by all means ticket sales have gone well and hopefully that few days leading in, we can do our part to promote the game and get more people through the gates.
1: Uh, Cody Walker missed the All-Stars game. There's been a bit of chat around him potentially missing this opening round uh, in Vegas. Any news on Cody Walker?
3: Yeah, he's... Um, in the early stages of his rehab. He um, he ran on Monday, ran again on Wednesday uh, when we trained over here, which was yesterday. So he'll run again on Friday, which is tomorrow and um, and then again on Sunday. And as long as he gets through those um, sessions that obviously get a bit more intense each session, then he'll join the team for training on Tuesday leading into the game. So um, fingers crossed. So far it's tracking well, but uh, we won't take any risks as well. We're clear on that. If, if Cody's good to go, then he plays. If he's not, then um, we won't be forcing him out there, that's for sure.
1: Just back here in Australia, so the Rabbitohs actually have a trial on tonight. That'll be, I guess, your second string team. I'm looking at the time difference. I'm thinking it's going to be about 11 p.m. your time. So will you stay up and watch that Rabbitohs trial and, and who should we keep an eye out for, some up-and-comers?
3: Yeah, I will I'll definitely be um, uh, sitting, sitting back in my room and, and watching that tonight, looking forward to seeing Joe and, and the boys go around. Um, yeah, I think... as you know, a bit disappointed uh, when Thomas Fletcher got a bit of a head knock in the Charity Shield, so he misses this game. But uh, Leon De Howe, who's played the first two trials, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him play. But um, you know, unfortunately, we got a few injuries as well,
0: so we haven't got
3: many of our uh, top 30 or development players playing, but there's some good kids coming through, and I'm looking forward to seeing them play tonight.
0: Yeah, big boy Thomas Fletcher, former uh, St. Greg's College, Campbelltown boy. He he looked like might be something there. Got a bit of presence about him. By the way, I'm no doctor, Jason, but maybe Cody Walker could use a mobility scooter with that calf. <laughs> just, to, you know, just I'm just thinking, <laughs> throw that uh, into the mix. Uh, just in Vegas, will the players? And I, I don't know. Um, will Will you get a chance to actually go on the turf of Allegiant Stadium before game night, the Saturday night in Vegas?
3: Uh, not to train, but I believe we're um, getting a bit of a tour uh, after captain's run uh, around lunchtime, I, I believe. So, um, fingers crossed, we boys get to have a look around, get familiar with the changing rooms and the inside of the stadium. So, get the heads around what to expect. Um, so, yeah, ho- hopefully that happens. But, um, yeah, it's planned for the captain's run on a Friday. So, fingers crossed.
1: Have you got a specific game plan based off the field dimension? So, this field is six metres narrow, which is pretty much an extra two defenders almost. So have, have you changed up the game plan based on these dimensions?
3: No, I don't think it's about changing the game plan. It's, I think about how direct you play. Um, control on the footy is going to be really important. I think what's probably um, I know it's narrow, but it's also uh, even shorter. I think it's nearly eight metres shorter than the, the full field. So um, that's going to make it easier for teams to kick and put you deeper in your half. So completion rates are going to be important. But um yeah i think we'll get more of a feel on it and we're we'll training tomorrow and then we we'll have the full week prepping into it next week so we'll get a real feel for the dimensions um and how they how that plays out in terms of how we play but yeah we'll, i think it'll be a much more defensive game through that middle third and um a bit harder to get round
0: teams so we'll see how that plays out all right now the big question to finish um You know, you are there to do a job, but you are going to Vegas, you know, entertainment capital of the world and all the rest. Is there a chance you can sneak out for a show, Jason, while you're there? Like, I'm letting you know, on the Friday night, so the night before the game, you two play there um, second last night of residency in Vegas at the Sphere. Are you uh, a David Copperfield Magic fan? Is there anything there uh, that you might be able to squeeze in, Jason, on the um, tourist front?
3: No, there's a um, Michael Jackson um, Circus de Soleil, I think it's called, on a Thursday night at 9pm. So I've, I've got my eyes on that, but I'm not really <laughs> interested in doing too much um, before the game. My wife's going to the, to the U2 uh, concert on Friday night, but uh, nice.
0: I'll, I'll be bunkering mm-hmm. down and, and getting ready for the game. So Michael Jackson meets the circus? What, the whole lot of monkeys, or what is it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. It got me confused
3: as well. So yeah, um, find out a bit more about it when you get there. Look, up. But, you know, if it was a real Michael Jackson, I'd be there for sure. But um, unlikely, I'll be there. <laughs>
0: Well, he's been dead a few years. It would be, a surprise. <laughs> um, uh, Jason. Uh, very good stuff from San Diego. Well,
3: that's the question. Robbie.
0: Yeah, well, that's it. Um, mm. yeah, great experience, as you said at the top, for all the players and and so you should soak it up. It can't just be train, go back to the hotel room. All of that. I, I think every everyone well, the players have the players and staff have the blessing of all rugby league fans who wouldn't want to soak it all up so let's hope it goes without incident but you have the time of your life as well at the same time so good stuff jason all the best to the bunnies can't wait to get over there next week myself
3: all right thanks guys really appreciate it